Well, hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the LA21 Scale Up Your Business podcast. And I am so excited to be here with all of you because I have the one and only Jackie Williams, <laughs> who is one of the founding members of LA21. So Jackie, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the welcome. And, and I'm so happy to be uh, part of the podcast. For sure. So can you take a moment and just introduce yourself and provide us with a little bit of background on how you got started with LA21 as a founding member? Okay. Well, LA21 was founded 15 years ago. Uh, Janie Blackwell, who was then our council person uh, and 15 years ago, uh, I can't believe it's been that long, came to us. There was a, a business association, but the person who was in charge of it moved to uh, New Jersey. Therefore, she could not be part of the Philadelphia uh, Business Association. So she asked us, um, it was George Stevens, um, Terry uh, Shockley, Pearl Anderson, and myself, would we be interested in you know, forming a business association to start working on some of the um, challenges that were still on Lancaster Avenue? So it was a different place. It was a different time. So we started it uh, with, uh, you know, pennies and nickels. And we, uh, you know, we just uh, did what we had to do. We would contact the businesses. We would, you know, ask them, you know, did surveys and provide services that we had for them. And it has grown. It has grown way past that small business association. Now we are a CDC, um, a commun uh, uh, community development corporation. And we're doing lots and lots of different things to really um, build the corridor and, you know, provide uh, assistance to the people in the area, residents. Yeah, you said it came a long way. And I, I don't think that's that's overreaching at all. You, you're a <laughs> CDC now, corridor manager, yeah. RCO as right. well. And so... Um, I know I have come to know LA21 through the scale up program. Right. Mm -hmm. so it 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 extends far beyond the yep. Lancaster Avenue corridor. Absolutely. You're touching businesses throughout throughout the, the city, of Philadelphia, even uh, in in the counties. Although we can't count the county people, we even had somebody from Florida. I had somebody from uh, Wyoming who knew someone in Philadelphia who said, can, can we be part of this? I'm like, yeah, we get federal dollars too. So <laughs> yeah, yes. so we're excited about our outreach now. Great, great. And how did the idea, cause you started to touch on it a little bit, but the need that was seen then 15 years ago, and mm -hmm. would you say that the need has increased, remained oh. the same, changed? Yeah. How, how do you see the, the, the evolution of that? Well, you know, 15 years ago, like I said, uh, Lancaster Avenue was much different. It was, uh, I won't call it gritty. It was still very gritty. You know, uh, we had lots of small businesses. You had um, some challenges at that time. You know, that was a time when, you know, there was some housing issues uh, as far as the housing collapse. You know, there was some recession. It showed there was a lot of economic factors that impacted the um, the corridor. So we were dealing with that. But moving forward, uh, you know, we now have uh, Drexel has built a very large um, summit is a very large residential a student resident housing. Um, there's more franchises on the avenue. Uh, we still have our small businesses and we're bringing, there, 
the avenue is evolving in that it's bringing more residents on the avenue. If you if, if you go up and down the avenue on 40th Street, there's a new apartment complex getting ready to be built. Uh, 39th, rather, on 40th, there's one that's already being built. 42nd, on 40th, there's one that's already built. And it goes on and on and on. So what's changing is that we're going to have um, what they call uh, more density. Density meaning you have more people, you have more people on a quarter avenue, then you have more businesses that can then begin to thrive. So that's on the corridor piece, but on the scale up, that's a little bit different. So I'll keep the two of them separate. Okay, got it, got it. And so <laughs> what are some of the services that you do offer the businesses at LA21? So for the corridor businesses, you know, we are we're sol helping to solve issues. You know, I'm working with the business now. Um, uh, interesting thing, you got kids coming in, they're, you know, stealing things, they're harassing the, the people that work there. So we're working with them around that. And this is not something that just happens on Lancaster Avenue. South Philly has had that issue. Wawa had that issue. So, you know, we're working, you know, we're working on that. Um, so we also bring resources. So for instance, um, the Merchants Fund, that was a, that is a, um, a local fund, uh, philanthropy um, business that get that gives businesses uh, grants to do things. So we work with our businesses that are interested in um, filling out that application. They need help filling out the application. You know, we've even write, made recommendations. So we do that. Um, you know, we also have a very, uh, I'll call it robust website. We also, um, you know, feature our businesses on our website. And so, you know, there's so many um, different resources that we bring to the businesses it's all about how can they a scale up and two what are the challenges what are their pain points as tim always talks about and how do we help to put a little medicine on that pain point yeah so you're helping them to address those challenges because most of the time especially brick and mortar businesses they're so busy in the weeds of what it is right. that they're doing and you all come in, not necessarily with a Band-Aid, but with a different set of eyes and right. solutions that you know work for them, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so could you tell us a little bit about the scale-up program and how that right. helps with small business owners? Well, I tell you, the scale-up, that's our, um, I don't know, I guess that's our flagship. Let's call it a flagship. Yeah, I think that's that's a good term for it. That's our flagship program. We started it during the pandemic in 2020. Now uh, we're in cohort eight, no, cohort nine, nine, cohort nine, woo. We have um, worked with over 200 businesses. Over 200 businesses have graduated from our free 12-week program funded by the Commerce Department. Um, and the, the, the joy of that is that when they're at, once they finish your program, we then continue to give them resources. So it's not a one and done. You know, so many programs are one and done. Here's a workshop, boom. All right, go figure it out. Here's another workshop, boom, go figure it out. No, we hear that we're going to give you 12 weeks of extensive knowledge and a good background and a base for you to work with. Then when you're done, we're going to help you to figure it out. So we have coaches that work with our um, folks. We have, uh, if someone needs um a CPA, we have a wonderful CPA. We need, we have somebody who can work with them with their marketing, someone who can work with them with their, you know, even their, how to deal with their time. Time is a really important thing. 
Because if you can't figure out how to manage your time, and I'm not talking about what I heard, that you're going to have some challenges when it comes to working your businesses. So we have um, a whole range. It's a holistic approach to supporting our businesses after that, as they're in the program and after they're finished with that 12-week programming. It's almost like a, a village that surrounds exactly. the entrepreneurs. Not only are you giving them the education, but the right. support services around That's it right. to see them through with everything that you've just taught them the previous 12 weeks. That's right. That's and phenomenal. Yeah, and because they're cohorts now, you also have uh, colleagues. Mm -hmm. And you can work together. Yeah. And, you know, we have people who say, okay, you know, I need help with this. And they're like, can you help me with that? And so, you know, that, that kind of support, that kind of network is invaluable. You can't yeah. put dollars to that because right. that's what people need. Cause you're going to get in the weeds, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to get in the weeds, but you need somebody to put a little bug spray on there so you can get that stuff out and keep it moving. <laughs> I love that analogy. I love that analogy. You also <laughs> mentioned something. Um, and I know as a scale up alumni, mm -hmm. the importance that you all place on giving back to the community. Yes. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that aspect of it that you have for business owners and the importance of that? Yes, many of our businesses are already doing what we call social impact. So for instance, we have one of our businesses, um, uh, she's perfectly per purpose, purchase. I always have a hard time with that name. And uh, you know, what she does is she she has clothing and you know, it's $5 is $1, but what she's doing, she's giving back to the community saying, we know, I know that you need some assistance and I'm here to help you. Yes, I'm, I have a business, but I'm here to help you. And so we have many businesses that are doing those kinds of things. We have another one, um, uh, Princess Crochet. She's teaching people how to crochet. And so she sells, um, you know, beautiful crocheted uh, items from uh, bags to sweaters to scarves and all of that. But she's teaching people how to do that. And so that becomes an empowerment um, for other people to understand. I'm going to I'm doing something, but I can also help you. And so that social impact is a real important piece. And we had another business. Um, uh, Mark Ruffin did Black Dolls Matter. And what he decided to do was to, uh, you know, give out black dolls because he understood that many of our young women, young, young ladies don't see themselves in the media, sometimes in the media, but, but particularly not with dolls. So he gave out dolls to Gardenzia and that was a, a really great give back. And that helped him to, that helped people to see who he was while he was giving back. So social impact is a win-win, win for the community and a win for the business. Absolutely. And it's instilling those values in your entrepreneurs that you're training during that scale. Exactly. If they're not already doing it. They have a model that right. they can follow as to, hey, there is some more that I can give aside right. from the products and services that I sell. Right. Um, I know that LA21 offers a wealth of um, pop-up shops and mm -hmm. other opportunities for people to showcase their products along with networking events. How important is it for entrepreneurs to leverage those kinds of yeah. opportunities to grow their business? Yeah, um, in the 21st century, it's all about, and it's always been, but even more so now, 
It's about what? Relationships, period. And I'm talking about good relationships. I'm not talking about the bad stuff, good relationships. And so with businesses, they have to understand how to interact with other businesses. So maybe I'm selling books because I'm also an author. So I'm selling books, but I meet someone who needs um, clothes. So now I have a relationship with, uh, with other businesses. I'm saying, oh, you know, so-and-so sells clothes and I've been there and her products are quality. And now, you know, it becomes a back and forth. So that B2B, we call that B2B, you know, business to business, that is invaluable because we can have all the social media, we can have all the commercials, but at the end of the day, what are people buying? They're buying your story. They're buying you as an entrepreneur and what you're doing and how you're giving out to the community. That's the bottom line. For sure. And that goes right back to that social impact conversation right. that we were having a moment ago. And I think I have one other question because maybe some entrepreneurs who are listening will, will hear themselves in this. Um, when you think about many of the business owners that you interact with, mm -hmm. what would you say is one of the main challenges that you hear from them in terms of business or, or, or the mindset, any of it? Because I'm sure someone will hear themselves in that and know right. that they're not alone in that. Uh, one of the main things is still capital. Uh, getting the capital, um, building the inventory, making sure that the inventory is selling in a, in a, on the right time frame, so that you can then get more inventory, more capital and more inventory. That's the cycle. That's the cycle. That's the circle. And so that, that is an, uh, that's a challenge. Um, the other challenge I would say is marketing, making sure that you're marketing to the right people at the right time with the right message. So those are two of the biggest challenges. Um, and I always say to people, I said, remember, you always have to keep putting yourself out there. And they said, well, you know, I do that. I said, yeah, but remember, Coca-Cola. Everybody drinks Coca-Cola except for me. I don't like Coke. It's too much on my, on my stomach. But most people drink Coca-Cola. And what do they know? The shape of the bottle and the name. It's not even the name. It's how the name is printed. I said, it's something that's simple. Now, Coke is a lot of, uh, you know, it's been around, it's got big business, but it still advertises. So you have to think about how you advertise. You have to think of innovative ways, ways that's going to catch people's attention. Because guess what? I'm so sick of certain advertisements. When I see it, I turn it off. So you have to have the right advertisement. And again, it's got to be the right message, the right time and the right, um, you know, the, the right location. So if it's social media, it's got to be, if it's Twitter, great. If it's TikTok, great. But you got to know whether or not that's going to work for you. Right. And you just mentioned advertising. I, I can't let us slide by on this interview and not mention the beautiful business directory that oh, is yeah. advertising for businesses. So tell us a little bit about the business directory <laughs> that you have for your um. Your, I would say your members, but the businesses that you support. Yeah, Tell us about that. 
Well, we, we decided that we needed to showcase our businesses in different ways. And again, it's all about innovation. It's all about, you know, how can you get the message out? So we, you know, sent the call out. It was a clarion call. So we sent the call out and people responded. We put together and Zakia, you were a very important part of getting that, uh, getting that together. And we do have the, we have a physical directory with the people's, uh, you know, information, how you can contact them. And we have an online directory. So the directory is a, um, I'm gonna say is a result of all of the hard work that the businesses have done and they can see themselves and other people can see them. And again, that's still what? Networking, networking. We're always looking at how do we network so our people know who, uh, who other people are and they can then tell their story. And so the podcast is another excellent way of telling their story. The directory tells the story. We have newsletters that highlight businesses. So we're looking at how do you look, um, look at businesses and say, this is a quality business. We want to be able to support it the best way it can be supported. Outstanding, outstanding. So I have one last question and that's for anyone who's listening. How can small business owners in Philadelphia get involved with LA21? Um, what steps should they take if they're interested in accessing training, technical mm -hmm. assistance, or any of the yes. other resources or events that are offered so consistently? Yes. So www.la21philly.org. <laughs> That's our website. But if you put LA21 in, boom, it pops up. So it pops up to the top. And then on the website, you can click around. We, we uh, encourage you to click around and see all the different things, the newsletters, look at the banners that we have. We have a Verizon program, uh, Verizon Scale Up Your Business online program that's free of charge um, that can give you more valuable information. We have so many different uh, resources on that web website. Just take five minutes, take a look. And then if you're interested in the scale up, you know, fill out the application and then we'll get back to you. Our next scale up will start in September or early October. We don't have exactly have the dates, but we do have some summer camp that, um, that we're also hosting. So by all means, we have lots of options and opportunities for you to uh, get information and also to come out and support our small businesses. We're having a, um, a, a Visit Philly uh, LA uh, vendor event next Thursday, right at Black Ivy on Lancaster Avenue. Fantastic. Well, Jackie, I would like to say thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your getting started story <laughs> with LA21 and this much needed resource for yeah. small business, as well as all of those businesses on the Lancaster Avenue corridor. And um, I can't wait to see what people say once this goes live. Do you right. have any last words for anyone yeah. who's listening? One of the things I always say, everything starts as a seed. The seed must be watered and it must have sun and it must have soil. And when it grows into the beautiful tree, it takes time. But the time that it takes, the process that it takes is worth every single step. And so it is in nature and so it is in business. So if you have a seed, plant that seed, 
follow the process, watch that seed grow into a beautiful, beautiful business. I can't add anything to that. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Akia. I appreciate you.